Welcome to Adults Only Comedy Berlin. Today we have Chris During. Hi. Hi. You're on the pod finally. That's it's funny. It's been a while. We made it. Yay. We made it. Well, I made it finally. Can we blame your children and family situation? You should. I do. <laughs> <laughs> you blame them for so many things in my professional life. So I, I think that's only fair. It's beautiful. It's just that's love right there. That's a, that's a responsible man. You father, know how they say like husband. distance uh, uh, makes the heart grow fonder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, because your family's away right now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're in Mexico? They are in Mexico, yes, mm-hmm. yes. Uh, the whole family is there. Mm-hmm. And um, everyone's very happy about it. That's great. That's, <laughs> I reckon, I think natural breaks are really important in relationships. Totally. I've actually had this discussion yesterday uh, with a friend of mine where, because um, I've met someone, I think it was at a show. If that makes it with, sound like you've met someone no, no. outside of your Because I've met someone. It's like, they've been away for two weeks to chill out. Well, no, 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 no. Not like that, obviously. No, I meant at a show, there was someone after the show who was telling me about their relationship and they were in, they've been together for 11 years. Um, but, they have separate households and um, I thought that was like a very interesting concept because I mean it does give you that degree of freedom where you always just have that room to kind of recede from mm-hmm. the relationship where you don't have to be like full on on one other however mm-hmm. um, they didn't have kids so I think it's a very different situation when you have kids absolutely they can't really do that absolutely like, like I, you I could you but it just becomes less um, practical because yes. you know yeah exactly. particularly baby wise like to be able to absolutely. you know it becomes an organizational hassle I mean yeah yeah I think, yeah, it's just, it's practical to live with your partner when you have kids. Boom. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although it would be nice to still have like, in in the ideal world, you'd have a house where you both have your own bedrooms. (laughs) Oh, that's that's an interesting debate because I'm not sure I would want a house. Like I've had this debate, for instance, with my partner is like, I I feel Mm -hmm. like just having a house, having the property somewhere, Mm -hmm. but maybe that's sort of my, also my sort of Eastern upbringing. It's like, it feels like a chain, you know, you're chained somewhere with that particular property. Uh, by house are you understanding like not an apartment but a oh yeah I mean like uh, a proper like house somewhere okay. either in the city or on the green but you have that uh, sort of big okay yeah in property. my in the Australian mentality a house is like it could be like a flat as well yeah, just yeah, yeah, a, yeah, yeah. It's just one that you own exactly yeah, sure. not even not even oh, okay. just like yeah just uh, yeah that's uh, interesting yeah in my in my <laughs> in my brain um, we just talk about having a house as in like it's, you have a home whether you rent it or you own it Right, that's yeah, yeah, the yeah. house home semantic yeah, feel. Yeah, like yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. But um, but no, I think having like your own bedroom would be like having separate bedrooms in the perfect world. You'd with your partner, you'd both have a bedroom, and and then you can like stay in one bedroom or stay in the other or stay separately but have your own space basically just live in a Victorian aristocratic mansion where you have seven different <laughs> bedrooms and you can decide some help you know you uh, the servants some help for the bedroom mm-hmm. also you know they can also uh, you know join in at join, times. exactly <laughs> you knew exactly where I was going with that <laughs> you know it can be an open relationship to the help you know what I mean like I, uh, like you're paying them <laughs> <laughs> they might as well chip in. <laughs> no, that's fair. That's I think that's a fair expectation right? on your part. It's yeah. not like they're your friends, Absolutely. you know. It's not yeah. like they're going to talk. They can't. They're not allowed to, you know. And I mean? at that point, once they're professionals, you also have certain expectations for exactly. their performance. Yes, exactly. Do you give them a, a sheet, like a, a performance report card? Oh, definitely. Uh, on a monthly basis? Yeah. And, uh, uh, <laughs> performance evaluations. Yeah, exactly. Every a report month. card, yeah. Yeah. Hygiene. <laughs> 
did, did you wash your dick yeah. properly? Because <laughs> I think the kitchen that was is cleaner, problem, isn't it? <laughs> like, I mean, you would know more than I, but that is, dick. is that a common problem? I imagine so. Look, um, <laughs> look. <laughs> Only circumcised penis for me, so no, no problem. No, no, or even I then don't, it would be a problem. I, I imagine. Yeah, that can still be an issue, yeah. I guess. But um, Rami's got a bit about uh, liking to eat ass when it's dirty. Oh like, yeah, yeah. I, I don't care. Like, I do want people to be hygienic, but if I really like someone, I'm not going to be like, ugh, dirty. Like, there's been maybe one or two dirty dicks in my time where I'm like, it's ugh. like an economics. It's like a supply demand curve. Yeah. Where they somewhere meet in the middle, like the mm-hmm. feelings you've got for someone versus the hygiene level. It, there is like a magic. There's a magic equilibrium, middle point. Yes. Equilibrium. And also, the more you like someone, the more you enjoy the smell of their sweat. You oh, know, yeah, it's, yeah, of it's, if you're not into someone, yes, then yes. their filth will disgust you. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I think that's a big. I think that's one of the key indicators. Um, whether or not you, I put a screensaver on my computer and now I'm going to get paranoid that we lose the recording. (laughs) Damn it. Um, one of the key indicators of whether or not you like someone is how you enjoy their morning breath or their morning. Yeah, it does. I just, I need to set up the preferences better, but I don't have it so that it runs with it. Okay. It disappears into the future. So just talking about the recording on Ableton, (laughs) um, it's visually a little bit distracting sometimes. <laughs> Let me just remove the, the screensaver. Let's just let's, I don't let's know just if there's destroy is this there perhaps uh, a bridge <laughs> between um, hygiene and recording. I think the more recordings you make of your genitals, the more hygienic. More recordings you make of your genitals, <laughs> the more hygiene mm. should be involved. No. Maybe. I think the more people you expose your genitals to, the more aware you are of um, how you want to keep them and maintain them. Do you mean more in in terms of instances or more people as in terms of the distribution of, for instance, a recording? Uh, ooh, distribution of a recording? Now you lost me. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you expose yourself to a lot of people in one instance, or whether or not you're exposing yourself to a lot of different people in separate instances. A lot of separate people, yeah. separate instances. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Different yeah. people, yeah. So it's a, it's a learning um, aspect, basically. Yeah. You just learn to become more hygienic. Or you just, yeah, or in order to feel good. So I'm just thinking, like, I have a much more uh, solid routine with how I keep my body now. Which like in terms of like length of my pubic hair, <laughs> where it is. You have it down to a science now. Yeah, <laughs> and like and also like you know with leg hair and armpit hair because there was a whole year where I didn't remove it. Right. And uh-huh. so like coming back into this whole. Hmm. And do you have a routine in terms of like there's a certain amount of time or is it dependent on um, like when there is a potential sexual interaction? Ah, yeah. So no, it's it's really to do with um, me. And my, me and my body, how I want to always be prepared. So Mm -hmm. I'll start noticing stuff and then, yeah, I I really had to, I really sort of move from having this kind of resentful, like, oh, I'm removing this for other people. It's like, no, I'm removing this actually. It is for other people in some ways. Like I would like to just be able to accept my body, but society doesn't. Uh, So (laughs) I do remove it, but I remove it so I feel comfortable in myself no matter what. Mm. Uh, interaction I, I I encounter. Okay, so that makes sense. Yeah, so like, um, I like to always be ready, is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> that is the distinct feeling I had. <laughs> going around that. Yeah, sure. That's Ever fine. ready. I'm that little Ever buddy, ready. just like, oh, I'm good to go. Always, let's do this. <laughs> 
Because I found myself, um, uh, when it comes to grooming, that doing it at odd times, uh, it's it's weird. Uh, well, you're like, you're in a long-term, you know, stable relationship with two kids. I assume you're just a mess down there. <laughs> at times, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. It, it's such an irregularity, like, where it's like, um, it's, and that's what I'm saying, uh, why I'm saying it's odd times, because it's not like, oh, we're planning um, to have sex, like, in yeah. a week from now, so let's get yeah. ready with that. Or yeah. um, we're going on a trip, so we're probably going to have sex, so that's why I groom. But it's like, sometimes it's really just like, I'll, I'll do it, I feel like it. Yeah. So I'll do it. Yeah. 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 So, but then it's also not um, a certain habit as in I'm going to do it like every two weeks or something like that. Mm-hmm, it's just mm-hmm. like, I'll, I'll feel like it, I'll do it, and then it's done. Do you have, um, have you guys communicated your preferences of each other's bodies? Uh, in terms of pubic, uh, mm. pubic hair? Yeah. Um, not really. Not really that we had a sort of a discussion. I don't know. We, that, that's not true. We, we did talk a little bit about pubic hair where I sort of uh, told her that, um, and that is true, I feel it's kind of weird when it's just nothing down there. Yeah, and it's particularly once really you've dull, had a daughter. And, and it's, it's like, like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. yeah. I, although I don't think that has changed. Like, I don't think my preference for that has changed since because I've had of, a daughter. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I, I felt like that always where it's just like, mm-hmm. it's, I don't know, it's a bit weird. It's just Yeah, when strange. it's completely bald, it's just like... Yeah. Like, give, give a bit of a, like, a Homer Simpson five o'clock shadow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's a better image. <laughs> I don't want to be fucking Homer Simpson's beard. <laughs> it kind of looks like it, though. Like, depending on what the lips look like. I think, like, mine, I often think it looks like Homer Simpson's Like Marsh? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's also blue. <laughs> Blue? No, 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 no not much. No, no, no. I'm Homer all the way. Homer all the way. Yeah. Homer all the way. Yeah. <laughs> Homer. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I've been talking about um, yeah, no, like I, uh, but in terms of like dirty dick, I did like that topic. Yeah, dirty dick. I, I think, uh, who was it? There was I heard some bit recently about um, like how yeah, sinks are always at that level, and they're at that level like sinks basins mm-hmm. to wash it. The perfect height for washing dick as well, you know, and so yes. everyone's washed their dick in a in a sink, like it's just. I don't. Fact. But is there something wrong with that? No, 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 I no. Think that's, but that I think that's great thing. because that's why there shouldn't be dirty dick because you can easily whip it out and wash it. I I found myself uh, uh, washing my penis a lot, like for instance, after you go to the toilet because um, we don't have like bidets here, we don't have proper mm-hmm. cha- Japanese toilets or anything like that. Yeah. So the best thing to do, at least I found, is sort of uh, you go to the loo and then afterwards you wash your penis in the sink. <laughs> I mean, if it is if it is sort of in a in a safe environment. <laughs> I, I wouldn't do it in a public bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> That's why no one don't, uses the bathroom. Don't mind me, buddy. I'm just <laughs> just cleaning. Just being cleanly. What, you're not going to wash yours? Come on, mate. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Never mind your hands, buddy. <laughs> just a minute. The old Vince Vaughn. Buddy, 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 buddy. What are you doing? <laughs> oh, my God. It's... Uh... <laughs> It's hilarious. No, I thought when you said, um, of course, you know, only when it's, and then I thought you were going to say covered in shit. (laughs) (laughs) No, that would be the balls, but you should clean those as well, I think. (laughs) I'm so glad I've never seen balls covered in shit. I, luckily I haven't either. Oh, I, I have I, actually. I've worked at a kindergarten. I've definitely seen balls covered in shit. What am I talking oh, about? Oh, you're right. Yes, I hadn't thought mm-hmm. of kids. Yes, yeah. I've seen my, my son's balls covered in shit. That is true. <laughs> that is true. I just love the I've sentence. Never, balls covered <laughs> in shit. Just, I've just never in my mind never put that together because we're talking about sort of sexual things. We've just never combined I'm terribly things, yes. comfortable combining <laughs> 
yes, uh, judging by your on stage routine, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I was there were moments where I started getting paranoid that maybe people actually thought that I had some kind of pedophile vibe. <laughs> And it's like, no, like, it's just, it's so funny combining the two because it's just, it's like, no, like, it's absurd and you never, also, you've definitely seen a vagina filled with shit. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes. I remember the first time I saw it, I was like, this is so bad. Oh my God, she's going to get an infection. (laughs) What do I do? And then I was like, okay, it's fine. Panic, panic. Get it out now quickly. I mean, you should get it out quickly. Don't get me wrong. You should, yes. It's uh, still, it's like, yeah, it's just, yeah. Like and, and this is, yeah, it's just things that I think people don't <laughs> like. I never thought that I would ever see those two things, balls and vag shit covered uh, in my life. And I just hadn't conceived that as a thing that happens with children. Like I just hadn't. Do you think that it has given you more proclivity or less proclivity for um, anal or anything sort of related to <laughs> what well, uh, by being um be, being becoming more comfortable with someone yeah. else's shit yeah um it hasn't changed yeah still no still love it <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's not that like you love it more now like because no, you're more no, comfortable no. with it now no like, no no because it really comes down to the person that you're having uh, anal sex with like there can be people who are into anal but they they are terrified of shit and it's like cool it just makes it a little bit less like uh like comfortable like if you have someone who's into anal but they don't they they're not comfortable with shit like that must be weird like Um, how how do you deal with that yeah it's uncomfortable like as in well you know you douche usually it's like oh you want to have anal uh like usually if i um but it puts puts all the honors on you basically isn't it a bit yeah 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 if they're funny about it but that means like that means that if they're into it but then i have to do the the work that's fine like i prefer to do the work anyway but it's more like pardon me it's more like um ah like okay where where am i going with this i think (laughs) Like the guys who I'll be like, mm, I can't guarantee it's in a good place, you know. I can't guarantee, and they're like, I don't care. Then I'm like, it's on. That's cool. Like if you don't, but then if I'm like, mm, I'm, I'm not sure how, you know, clean I am, and they're like, oh yeah, no, don't worry. Then I'm like, okay, you know. <laughs> and then if I want it, then I have to, you know, take the responsibility and get myself to the point where I'm confident that no one's gonna get because if they're uncomfortable with it then I'm uncomfortable with it I'm, yes of course you know. it's, a, it's a dance it's an interplay of course like yeah. if, if the other person is uh, is not ready to tango I don't know that's yeah. a weird analogy yeah I'm trying to no <laughs> I, I, I was trying to put poo into the word tango no that's not like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah but um <laughs> But yeah, whatever. Like, yeah, it, it's not, it's not something that I, I regularly do. Like it's, you know, I talk about saying, like I say comfortably that I like it, but very few people will I actually do it with. How do you, like, how is it brought up typically in a, in a sexual interaction? Because I, from the reason why I ask is, um, I've only had it once requested during sex. Uh-huh. And um, and I think I dealt with it poorly. <laughs> okay, tell me about this, please. <laughs> no, because I was. Um, I mean, first of all, I was taken aback. I just wasn't expecting it. And how old were you? How old was it? <clears throat> I was twenty three. I think. Okay, pretty fresh. And that was the first time that it had yes. been offered. Yeah, it was the first uh-huh. time it's been offered. How did she ask for it? 
Um, I think we were... I'm trying to remember what position I was in. I, th- I think it must have been a missionary because she whispered in my ear. Mm-hmm. And so I was saying like, yes. Uh, I think she quite literally said, do you want to fuck me in the bum? Something like that. Mm-hmm. And... <laughs> in the bum is the least sexy way to put it, I would yes. say. In the bum. Yeah. But I think regardless, I, she, even if she would have put it more sexy, mm-hmm. I, I don't think I would have gone for it. <laughs> like, it's not like if you just use the right words then I'm totally gonna go for true, it true. <laughs> no but, but in there this are some particular words case, that are worse no but yeah. that is true that's definitely true um, and I think the reason why I dealt with it poorly is because um, because the whole section on camera came I mean it essentially stopped because it came very awkward afterwards after I said like no not really <laughs> I just said no not really but I didn't say it. So I was like no it's fine let's keep doing this but yeah. it just sort of bluntly said no, no not really not really not into that yeah. And then, I don't know, we, we kept going just for a little while longer, but mm-hmm. I think she just kind of felt like, no, but that's kind of what I'm into and you don't really want to do that. And it just became super awkward. Uh, at which point I'm just sort of like, uh, because again, just like you said, so it's back and forth, at which point I could obviously sense her discomfort or not like really being into it Feeling at like which point I felt it. like I'm well then I'm not really into it mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. it was just like okay then why why are we doing why this? are we <laughs> okay so she, or she felt rejected yeah also yeah 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 but again it just sort of sensing that without really talking about it, sensing her whether it comes from rejection or wherever mm-hmm, the feelings mm-hmm. come from she's not really into this yeah. made me feel like okay well then I'm re- not really into this either yeah. she wants something else exactly I don't want it so so then we just stopped <laughs> Aww. Aww, that's a bummer <laughs> no it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't and that was the problem <laughs> oh that's yeah I and that was really the only time that sort of been uh, brought up during sex uh, for me uh, mm-hmm. I've never I, I'm not an anal guy like I, I mm-hmm. don't really like it well, you've got um, two kids so I guess you're not <laughs> <laughs> no, but, I mean it's not like I always had two kids but even before I, I just <laughs> always had two kids Chris. <laughs> yes that's true <laughs> Because you like vaginal sex, that's why. Right. Because you're such a vanilla vaginal yeah. sex guy. Veg man, that's what they Veg- call you. <laughs> Veg man. Yes. Get a lot of high fives on the bus stops. Veg man's here. <laughs> Procreation man is here. Yeah, there we go. Let's get t-shirts with V on the back. Yeah. And um, it's just, yeah, just never really, just didn't really tickle my fancy. Yeah, fair um, enough. And, um, and yeah, but that was the only time uh, during that uh, time when it was just brought up. Like mm-hmm. requested, essentially. Yeah, I've never, I haven't really requested it. I've never really, I'll be like, uh, with boyfriends, I'll be like, so, you know, <clears throat> anal. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so, but that's before the sexual encounter, it's not during. Uh, not, uh, yeah, I'd say it's, it's, it's like, you know, at breakfast. Um, or... <laughs> <laughs> at breakfast while you're having your beans. That's it, <laughs> that's like, it. So, so, <laughs> anal? I don't know why I'm thinking about this right now, but <laughs> but stuff. Yeah. How are we feeling? <laughs> He's eating a piece of Nutella toast, chocolate smeared over his face. Yes. I'm like, anal. <laughs> How are we feeling about eating us? Which, by the way, that's that's different. That's also. I think it is different, huh? Yeah. Do you don't think so? I think if you're into us eating, you're into anal. Okay. No. Yeah. No, not not well. For me, I just don't see how you could, um, you know, divide the the two. Because you're playing with the butthole. It's just one other thing to put the penis in there. It's like, I, yeah, I don't, I don't see why you, they would be... 
I feel like if you've got an aversion to butt stuff, gen, like anal, then you wouldn't be putting your mouth down there. Whereas I, yeah. that's it. Whereas, Although, but not necessarily down to to inversion. It's just I, I guess it's a, just a different uh, sexual act and which ones you're more into mm-hmm. rather than others. So it's mm-hmm. rather I, I don't think of it necessarily as aversion, but rather like preferences and which things you prefer. Mm-hmm. Okay, but as uh, yeah. opposed to others. Okay, the different thing. Mm. Like for example, Kurosh last week we were talking, and he likes anal, but he hates eating us. Ah, okay. That's interesting. And he's like one of those guys that's terrified of the shit. Oh, okay. Which is why he won't eat it, but he'll fuck it if it's like... If it's know, properly cleaned if it's, or whatever. Yeah, if it's pristine. Pristine. <laughs> pristine a-holes. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And so I can understand that a little bit more. People not wanting to eat shit, but they're happy to fuck it. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I kind of see them as, you know, if you like one, then you like the other. Okay. I, it's I, not, I, I see that. Yeah. Oh, anal again, But Anna. So, wait, hold on. Jesus. Uh, since, since we're on the topic, mm-hmm. um, so it does then normally come up not during sex, but rather sort of beforehand, most it, of or, the time. Or, like, you know... It's, it's sort of like your boundaries checklist, yeah, basically. Yeah, exactly. But or just, like, just in, curious. In a cool way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Cool. I, okay, okay, this is interesting. So I've, I was sort of... I was seeing a guy, and, um, and he... After maybe like a couple of weeks where we see each other like once once a week, um, he was like, ah, oh, you know, with my ex, um, we got onto field together and uh, because we're like, you know, we wanted to try stuff with other people. And he was like, would you be into that? And I'm like, I like sex with other people. But I feel like that's something that should happen way after you've tried all of the sex stuff together first. Like you Mm. should really know each other's sexual boundaries and have played around with different things before you're like, let's get someone else in here as well. Right, right, right. I don't know. You shouldn't try anal for the first time when there's other people around. Exactly. Exactly. For many reasons, but uh, (laughs) I agree. (laughs) But it's like, if you're wanting to get another person in here before, you know, we've, played around with I don't know maybe being a bit more violent or anal or uh, I don't know like even just different yeah, crazy play, sex different th- exactly yeah, sure, exactly it's like I think that's jumping the gun and I was like I think I think that was <laughs> that might that's be the cheeky. fantasy there's like maybe guns involved in that particular mm, fantasy yeah well, I'll take the, I'll bring in some guns but <laughs> these guns no boom, I boom. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> choo choo <laughs> <laughs> that just got me really dry. So, <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, no, I don't know. What do you think about that? Like, that's just something that I, I no, I I, I was wondering because I would assume since again I've had this uh, one experience where I thought again I a I thought I dealt with it poorly in the situation, but also I mm-hmm. thought in hindsight it's maybe not the best time to sort of bring the... Uh, I mean, yes, not the best time, not saying that it's the wrong time, Mm-mm-mm. but I think sort of when you when you talk about it and when you're sort of having mm-hmm. discussion, you don't have to sort of discuss, okay, we're going to have sex, so let's quickly discuss all the things we like. We don't mm. like, obviously, then that sometimes breaks the mood, but can, if you kind yeah. of bring it up somehow, maybe during the flirtatious uh, period while mm-hmm. you're, you know, leading up to yeah. eventually later on having sex, because, I mean, you are talking... Most of the time. Yes. A little bit. Usually. Usually. <laughs> and also if it's something that you really want to do, yeah. then I think that's probably something to bring up. But I, it's also mm. uncomfortable. Like usually, you know, if the dick's close to the butthole, that's probably the time where they're like, want to go there as well. You know? Yeah. But, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I can see the reason why you would bring it up in that in that moment. In that moment. Yeah. Um, yeah. I guess, again, I, I, felt, I, I think 
and I thought I dealt with it poorly because I just didn't. I, it was just taken aback. I didn't know what to do in the situation. Yeah. I mean, I was young mm-hmm. also, so it's just uh, it's the first time for me. So I was like, okay, fair enough. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> just, I'm just going to be honest. No. <laughs> no. What about, okay, what do you think about this? Um, what do you think about a bisexual man saying that he's not into anal sex with me? Or just like not into anal? It's like, how can you be a bisexual man and not be into anal? I mean, I had wanted to move away from same? anal, but we're still here. It's okay. Yeah, <laughs> that's fine. We, we can go to porn later. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes. No, but um, do I think again, it comes down to to preference because I mean, there's so many different uh, uh, sexual acts and different things that you might like uh, mm-hmm. with different people that may have nothing to do with actual anal sex. You know what I mean? Also, if you're a gay additionally, man. if you're more of a bottom. And you prefer to be on receiving and maybe mm-hmm. they want you to pack them, but they're really not into fucking you in the bum. Okay, so this bisexual person said that they were a top. Maybe they're lying to you. I don't know. I, like, I, I, I can't really help you in this particular situation. I just, I'm, my, what I'm my saying is I don't is, think it's possible. Like, I think that's bullshit. If you're okay. a top... Uh, as a as a gay but man, but maybe he's not then why attracted you... to mm-hmm. your ass particularly. Well, he hadn't necessarily seen it, right? But um, <laughs> but it was more that um, yeah, like so this is I, didn't, guy... I didn't I didn't I didn't go like, hey, you want to have anal sex? I didn't do that. It was more it kind of came can up. you see yourself having sex with a woman in the bum? Yeah, that's not. It wasn't even that explicit, but um, he mentioned something about being like, oh no, but like. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't fuck um, fuck her in the ass, and it was like, oh, okay, what, what? Like, then how are you having sex with men? You know, like as a top. You know, is like there? That's... I mean, since uh, this is complete speculation because I've never had sex with a man, but mm. um, maybe there. But I can imagine maybe there is something in sort of the, the the reaction that is different from when you're fucking a man from when you're fucking a woman that he prefers. They moan I can, differently. I can make my voice they low. moan differently. <laughs> <laughs> you just got too much of a feminine vibe, Anna. Isn't that what you've heard so many times? Your vibes are too feminine. So feminine. <laughs> it's funny. This is way too much information. Oh, maybe I shouldn't say this. <laughs> but I think I sound more manly when I'm having vaginal sex and when I have anal sex. My, I'm higher pitched. Why? <laughs> It's just something that you found. Some like connection between my asshole and my vocal cords. I don't know, but like I, it's weird. a h- higher noise. Like I sound more feminine. It's like when I'm getting fucked like I'm a because man. Because it's a different sex language. That's why you yeah. know how you sound different when in when you speak in different languages. This is exactly what it is. You just have it's a different sex language. It's, a different, it's a different. Yeah, I just have a different accent from my. <laughs> Yes, your vagina and your ass just have a very different, very different accent, a different um, pronunciation. Yeah, yeah, also, yeah. <laughs> my vagina is like this, like da, da, uh, low tone cigarette smoking French woman. <laughs> I put it in me. <laughs> my butthole is just just a bit like. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! I'm so excited. <laughs> Seriously. I'm so excited. It's like a woo girl. It's like, woo! Oh my god, slow down, slow down! Oh! oh my god, yeah, exactly. My ass has a different accent. That's hilarious. Yeah, I. That's that is fun. a bit right there. She just said <laughs> it's always those things where I'm like, I probably shouldn't say this on the podcast. It's perfect. 
Oh my god. Okay, porn then. All right. So as a oh no, I, yes. Oh, Sorry, it's not that I want to talk about porn. No, but... I just thought of it now because when I said like, not that I've had gay sex, but like, but I'm familiar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just thought, uh, just had this, just thought popped into my mind that mm-hmm. I have been uh, watching a lot more porn uh, recently and masturbating. You, I've been using my free time to masturbate. A lot this is more. Yeah, this procrastination is really just <laughs> masturbation. It's not. Yes. <laughs> all those all those documents you haven't so been I am attending. Being, uh, yes, I'm being productive, just in, in uh, not useful ways for my in, social life. You've been there's been a lot of output. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I just remembered. Uh, can you believe that I would have forgotten that what we did after this sounds f- terrible. What we did after. What, what, oh my god! Know, with Carl, still haunted. <laughs> what we did with Carl. Yeah. And again, uh, you should never do these first time things with other people. Around. I know, right? <laughs> What, yes. What's that movie? Um, uh, something, what we did last summer. Oh, yeah, yeah. What we How's did last go? summer is this uh, like horror you, slasher movie. Nobody knows. We know what we, who knows what we did last summer. What was the name of the movie? Um, um, I know what you did last summer. I know summer. what you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that's what it is. Nobody knows what we did last Saturday. Oh, la, la. That's <laughs> hilarious. So, you want to let yeah, everyone in? Let's let everyone know. So, it was Carl's idea. So, we, yes. like the show that Oh, we, he was very insistent. He wanted I mean, it. it's not like. We wouldn't have Shall done it. we? Because I think at the beginning, I. I think both of us and mm-hmm. I, a bit more vocally, were a little hesitant. Oh, like, yeah. this is really, I don't know, but this is once, a good idea. But once the guy was like, you can bring beers in here, I was like, okay, let's do this. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> once the beers were in, you are like, yes, okay, yeah, okay. well, there's right. no reason for me not to be Speak off, and then we go straight into this gay cinema, okay? We're going straight Which, into I mean, this to be fun, we cinema. didn't know it was going to be that we gay. Did, we didn't know, actually. I mean, they I had, had a suspicion, but they, I didn't know. Because on the... Okay, so in LSD, which is this um, sex shop uh, in the red light district of Berlin, and uh, and they have this, yeah, this theater, this cinema at the back, and they had three different movies that uh, were potentially being shown. I felt like you could choose it, but anyway. No, because they had no. the three different screens that were just... Totally. I'm guessing they have them on a loop. Yeah, yeah. But there was only one gay film on that yes. selection. The rest were looking pretty hetero or maybe mixed. But, um, and, and Carl had managed to, Carl Darker, just to clarify yes. everybody. A friend of ours. Yeah. Yes. Um, he managed to negotiate with the manager of LSD to get us in for 10 euro each I, instead I, I of 12. I don't know if we would call him the manager. <laughs> <laughs> the dude. He was the dude in charge of the sex cinema. Of the sex cinema, yes. The sex kino. The sex kino. And, um, and so Carl, like, uh, finds him and pays him the cash instead of, you know, paying it through Also, the... just to clarify, it's not like we stumbled in there and then he started negotiating again. Carl was being very insistent he was like that was his idea it's like no let's go in there We're, we should go in there this is what we should be doing this is yes. how we spend our Saturday nights after the show this is what exactly what we need to do we need to go into this porn <laughs> cinema to get like it's the most uncomfortable thing for three friends to do <laughs> to go and watch porn together <laughs> Yes. Like, that's what 16 year olds do. <laughs> when you're 16, you do it, and you're like, oh no, this was a bad idea. Like, why are we all Although sitting we here watching porn? When we got in there, it was like, this is not a great idea. <laughs> but it took us until we got in there to be like, why did no, we think took this us- was cool? <laughs> <laughs> Although, I mean, 
in in a way, and I think that was Carl's intention as well. What was cool about it is just to kind of see uh, uh, your ideas of what it's going to be like confirmed. Yes. yes. And kind of see what it what, what it is actually like. Because in my in my head, what yeah. I've always imagined as a, a um, like a porn a theater or cinema to look like is uh, there was a movie that I watched on repeat. You know those three VHSs you had when you were a kid that you watched till they were destroyed. I had Bad Boys. I can't remember the third one, but the other one was Regarding Henry. Oh, Sound of Music. <laughs> Regarding Henry. Henry um, was this film, I guess you don't know. No. It's a great Harrison Ford film where he, um, within the first uh, 10 minutes, he he's, he is this like high-powered lawyer who um, has a family, but he's having an affair. He doesn't give his family any time. Um, he's got a lot of money. He goes out and gets cigarettes. He gets shot in the head, and then Jeez. he has to learn how to... Like he's basically um, mentally uh, dam- like seriously damaged and he has to learn how to walk, speak and his whole personality changes and he ends up being this really great person. Okay. Um, but Definitely not it- played by Harrison Ford. I played by Harrison okay, Ford. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's an incredible And you film. watched this as a kid? Yes. Okay. Like one of the... Great view. It's <laughs> a, a really, five-year-old. It's a really good movie. Yeah, I, highly, I imagine, but yeah. I, it's not really meant for kids, is no, it? No, neither is Bad Boys. Um, True. Yeah. Sound of Music. Nazis, but yeah, but it is also, also not good for kids, really. <laughs> but also very good for kids. I think these are these are my pivotal, like my my core education um, references. And um, but anyway, um, in the in the film, he uh, like the retarded. I shouldn't say that the retarded Harrison Ford, and as he's learning and he's like you know, um, yeah, not retarded, but yeah, the damage and he's the uh, damaged he, Harrison Ford. He goes to he wants to go to the cinema and he goes to the cinema. He's like, I feel like I've been here before. And he goes and goes in and he's got like a a chocolate bar and he sits down and it's hardcore porn and he's like looking around <laughs> like looking at everyone else and he notices some people masturbating and he eating his chocolate bar watching it like it's an actual movie and he's like so but confused. this is what i imagined as well from um so from what i've imagined also i guess guided by uh, media um because you've seen in some of those like 70s movies exactly where like in new york this is a rough place and also we're gonna because ha- we're so cool and little we're gonna hang out in this um sex cinema wherever mm-hmm. and it's an actual cinema like an actual screening yeah. room with like red velvet chairs yes, exactly. and this is exactly what you know, I amphitheater style um, that's exactly what I raised and seating honestly I thought instead of having those three little screening rooms I thought they had the three different films and they would just show them in succession exactly that's what I okay. imagined so what happens is we go through the back door um, into this into this yeah. this is not a reference for you just not at so all. very clear no no I was not wearing my strap on I don't have one let's be honest we go through the back door and immediately you're like uh, uh, no Carl was like I'll go first and we'll sandwich you in the middle Anna so that you're safe yes. and then we go in and in this classic Berlin style it's not a, like a cinema at all it was these um, kind of like a little maze of yeah. three different three different little rooms and, um, and before you get into the room it's kind of blocked off and then you walk in mm-hmm. and you're quite close to the screen and then behind uh, in front of this this the, the screen is like benches just like banks they looked like little seminar rooms at the university yes. essentially this, these were like sex seminars for deviants that's exactly that was like a little tutorial room a little a yes. little a little lecture theater a very little lecture theater and yeah. then even on like the lecture um what's that term for the the lectin le, le, lectum that you mean the, the thing like the podium the podium the podium yeah uh, the lectern or something, lectern or something. Like that, yeah. was a box of tissues yes yes that's right that's right and then each and so we went into one room and there was like one guy just like like then looks at us as we go and so this guy one guy like mass yeah i guess they're all fucking masturbating but there was also (laughs) 
was four. They were holding hands. Yeah, they were that just was, like were they looking hold- into each other's eyes and holding hands. <laughs> they were not masturbating. But they were having a wonderful time. But then there was like we went to that room and then we went to this other room where there was just a bunch of guys standing up. Oh yeah, because the thing is that there wasn't a room like sort of in between in the maze basically. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There were people kind of wandering around but yeah. also gathering yes in in certain places of the maze yes. and there was just a bunch of dudes and very a very odd bunch like uh, i mean it was clearly i mean i think carl put it quite well when he sort of said this is clearly a gay cruising place <laughs> it is a gay cruising place and i yes. think that's what it was yeah yeah and they did not like me being in there um, except for the one guy Except for the one guy, so I was starting to feel... Although, did he really like you? I don't know if that was a sign of him liking you. Okay, so what happened... So these gay guys are looking at me, and I'm feeling uncomfortable. I feel like I'm So you're already judging them as being gay. They might not have been gay. They might not have been gay, but they did not like me being there. Oh, yeah. I I think that's... Let's be be honest. If there's, like... If a guy is hanging out at a cinema that's screening gay porn, it's pretty likely that he's gay. I mean, again, they weren't all gay movies. Like, some of them were hetero movies. And the no, one guy... The, oh, yeah, yeah, that over there. But, yeah, the one guy also, uh, I think, was just upset that you were there because he immediately stopped to jerk off when he oh, saw yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> he, was, he was like, oh, goddamn, mom's here. Right? <laughs> I ruined his mess. I, I ruined his wank. Um, he needed to start all over again. All you know how much again. fucking time that takes? <laughs> Back to square one. But, but, yeah, so they were kind of all military about and I was like oh and we were a little bit drunk as well so we were yeah. being a bit loud and I think a bit disrespectful obnoxious. Let's, be, uh, let's be honest we were a bit obnoxious we were also in the wrong place not necessarily in terms of uh, we didn't get out of it although I, I think we got out of what we wanted because we just wanted to see it we see but it. I think we're in the wrong place as in terms of like um, we weren't genuinely there to participate no. and to have the same good time that they had there. Absolutely. Well, Although looking it. at their faces, I don't really feel like they had a good time. No, I'm not sure if they were... They looked pretty sad, and, and then that feels judgy, but they didn't They didn't look like they were like, yeah, this is where I want to be. Boom. Boom. Made it. But I also it was some prime... some guy fucking behind the... <laughs> The teacher's lounge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, the podium. Um, but it was also um, St. Christopher's Day. Oh, that's true, yes, yes. It, yes. Was, it was St. Christopher's Day, so it was like pride as well. So it does make sense that they were playing gay porn, and I do think those guys were uh, probably gay. But also, it's like, Do you think knows, they like, knew it was St. Christopher's Day? I think they, they like, if you if it would go now, if it would go there tonight, it mm. would be pretty much exactly the same s- scenario. I wonder, the thing is, I wonder I'm not though, suggesting, let's go, by the way, just no, to be no, very no, clear. No. <laughs> I'm just saying, I think, regardless of what day of the week it was or what festivity was going on outside, I think you would see the same, the same type of people or maybe even exactly I, the same people in, in that place. I don't well. know because also the thing is um, I wasn't aware enough and neither like neither of us were, none of us were, um, what movie they were playing. And I'm pretty sure they say what movie it is. So you wouldn't spend 12 euro. Those dudes didn't look like they had 12 euro to spend on just an accidental gay porn when they wanted hetero stuff. I think they knew what was playing. Oh, yeah, They yeah, paid yeah. the 12 Again, euros. Again, it was gay cruising, but they, they, they yeah. paid 12 euros to find a dude to fuck him there. Yes, or yes, 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 yes. Or whichever yes. way. Exactly. But I, I don't think when the, the hetero... The, do you remember what the, the hetero was called? It was like Doctors in the Desert or something yeah, like that? Doctors in the Desert. That's exactly Which that's was great because exactly it was like in a trailer yeah. somewhere in the desert. It was so gay. I loved it. 
I love that. It was, I've got a very clear image of one of the scenes that we stopped and watched for a little while. And it was like, wow, this is, I was really, I was really, I wanted my 10 euro worth. Not that I paid for it. Carl paid for it. But still, <laughs> I um, I did enjoy, I thought it was, and the, the, the resolution. You felt you owed it to Carl to get the money's worth. <laughs> exactly. what a good friend does. Exactly, yes. right? And the resolution was amazing. Like, they were actually very high quality projections. I think so, yeah. Yeah, you know, I was really impressed. And... <laughs> And then, I think that's the effect they wanted to get. Yeah, yeah. These people get in there. You know what? This looks like 4K. Yeah. I'm very happy about this. Good, good this 10 is, euros. This good, is money well spent. Well spent. Um, but then, okay, so we stopped in there and in the last room and then we were like, oh, we should probably leave. We should probably leave. And as we um, come back out into the sort of middle room where they're all clustered, this guy walks past me and... He, when I saw him come towards me from like the left, I noticed he had something in his hand, which would have been his dick. And then as he passed me, I felt this thing rub on my arm. And I was like, that guy just rubbed his dick on me. He tagged you. He tagged me. He tagged me. And, uh, and then we left through the turnstiles. <laughs> <laughs> I love also how we then decided, okay, we're going to leave. And we couldn't get out. <laughs> yeah, right? We got lost. That same guy had to help us to get out. <laughs> That's right, dude. The guy who rubbed his dick on me was like, let us, let me help you through the turnstile. And we were like, the oh, least, thank you. Thank this you very is the much. least I can do. <laughs> After sexually harassing you, this is the least I can do. And I was like, thank you. Thank you. Have a lovely evening. Very nice that was nice. You. I'm just getting my hand sanitizer and rubbing my arm. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I licked it off. And I, of course. No. <laughs> Yeah, that was quite and the funny thing is sorry i just spat like a rainbow um the funny thing is that after after we left there we got another beer from a spekauf and then we caught a taxi and i met a friend to go to a gay party and then i got rejected from the gay oh, you party didn't go to the sex party i like end? well it wasn't a sex it was just like a gay club night and carl told me the other carl that it was a sex party because he was in oh he got in there yeah but didn't he go to Vilda Renata? He wasn't going to Club Ost? No, no, he went to the same place because uh, Carl and I mm-hmm. need to differ because there's two different Carls, yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. But you know who I'm talking about. Yeah. Carl and I met Carl in the queue when we were just going to have another beer. Ah, somewhere. okay. Yeah. Okay, because I thought he was going to the and other side. And I met Carl again. Mm-hmm. Again, not Swedish Carl, but the other Carl. Yeah. Uh, yesterday. Mm-hmm. And he asked, on the, I think he actually sent me a message on, on Facebook like the next morning. It's like, I was on drugs. Did I dream you being at that sex party? You're like, yes. <laughs> I'm like, yes. Uh, I wasn't in there, but I did see you. Yes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. did see me. Yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. That was yeah. That was a weird moment. I um, but you know, and I and I, my friend was in the queue, and like it was a f- extremely long queue. Like it was yes. crazy packed. I agree. And we were in there, and I waited maybe. Oh, I would say 45 minutes easy. Fucking hell. I'm so glad we left. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we finally get to the front and my friend's like, we're separate. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he gets in, but he was talking to the guy for quite a while. And um, and then I get up and I was like, hey, and you know, just be me. And then um, he's getting distracted and did it. And then he's like, not tonight, sweetheart. And I was like. <laughs> That's so condescending. I and I was it. just like, <laughs> and I think I did what I always do when I get blocked from a gay club. I was like, really? <laughs> Like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, are you? You see what you're you're missing out on? Do you understand what good times I'm gonna bring to the people? Um, you're you're yeah you're um uh, what's the term? and you're wondering why gay guys don't want to fuck you on the bum? Yeah. Bye guys. Bye, Bye guys. guys. I'm so sorry. Gay guys don't want to fuck me at all. 
but you know and what was so funny is i'm like fuck i got you know rejected and then i was telling someone the next day how i got rejected and they were like dude you did the gayest thing ever before that so like the fact that they didn't want you in it's like you saw more yeah gay action than any of them exactly you had a better night just well better i'm not sure yet. i did then go and meet a friend and yeah, had a, a very right. fun night so that was that's cool right. but uh, so yeah there's there's uh, a bit of that happening for me at the moment. do you watch porn at all I actually, I am going to say I don't. Um, I went through more of a stage, um, like my porn watching stages were definitely probably from when I was 29 through to maybe 33. Now I'm 35. The last two years, I just like, if I'm wanting some inspiration, but no, I much prefer using my fan, like my, my imagination and seeing mm-hmm. like, that's usually way more interesting and personalized. But is that how you used it mostly as sort of a source of inspiration? Yeah. Okay. Or, um, because of laziness, like, as in like, I just, it was faster. It's like, I didn't mm-hmm. have to think. Yeah, and so, that makes boom. A lot of sense. Yeah, 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 I mean, yeah. that's what I mostly use it for because it's just quicker. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I used to also use it to not think about people that I was trying not to think about. Ah, I see. Mm -hmm. But I don't do that anymore. I think I've got more, not control, but like if my brain is going to that person, then that's a moment for me to stop and reflect and go, okay, if I'm masturbating to this person who's an unhealthy person in my life, let's stop masturbating for a second and journal instead. (laughs) Yes. No, it's emotionally very stable. Very mature. Ah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. But yeah, no, I don't, I, um, I enjoy, I enjoy watching porn for sure, but I just, like if I'm with a partner and we want to watch some crazy shit, maybe. But honestly, I prefer to just build the intimacy um, together. Instead yeah, of. this is something that I found interesting because I've had uh, previous partners that I have uh, watched porn with together. Mm-hmm. But it's something that uh, with my current partner we just don't do. And mm-hmm. I think it also has to do with her. Um, I don't know how much I should be saying this in public about my partner, but she's just not really down for porn. I think it's just a lot of sort of... Um, from her cultural background as well in terms of just sort of shame around that whole mm-hmm. porn industry and mm-hmm. like smutty mm-hmm. and all of that sort of stuff. But there's very ethical porn too and like... Yeah, I, I don't even think that has to do with sort of the, the type of porn sort of, but just porn in general sort mm-hmm. of a, as a concept of that that's just not her. right or oh, not her not cup right. of tea okay. whatever. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so that that's sort of... Um, a hidden pleasure, I suppose, and that's something that your your hidden, your hidden pleasure, yeah, uh-huh. and, and that's why sort of that's the change now that when no one's in the house, obviously they can, can do whatever watch the fuck porn. I want. Yeah. What's your what are your go to? What what's my go to? Well, uh, well, porn up. It's like use most porn people's, up. yeah, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, it's pretty vanilla stuff. To be honest, like I'm not that like it's it's like it's just like the, the, the home landing out. page and you're. Good. I mean, I'm the veg man, so it's obviously very vanilla. No. Um, no, but I, I, there, there is some interesting data around. I mean, because as always, that's a cool thing. If you're a little bit into the sort of social sciences, you know that there's research around everything and anything. So there's mm-hmm. also lots of research around uh, sex and pornography as well. Um, uh-huh. So the research also bears it out that I'm with the majority of people, which doesn't make it any better or worse. But, but? Um, that a lot of people, so there, there is this argument sort of that there is sort of a escalation of porn. So if it becomes more and more niche and become more and more extreme and sort of your porn habits and what you watch and you become more sort of uh, specific mm-hmm. about certain things. And uh, for fun, sort of, you know, when you're just shooting shit with your friends, you say that also because it's funny. But in reality, at least I found for myself, that's not really the case. Like I will watch a bunch of different stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, 
BDSM, bisexual stuff, mm-hmm. just to have it seen, you know? It's a bit like that two girls, one cup. Like, mm-hmm. nobody watched it to jerk off. Oh, God. Well, I think some people... Maybe some people, but the, the vast majority just looked at but it. But only the freaks. <laughs> <laughs> no, but my point is, the vast majority looked at it as sort of either a dare or just to have it, to have seen it. Yeah, 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 for sure. So I think, uh, and that happened, and again, that's sort of what the research bears out as well. So people will watch a lot of just very different stuff, but mm-hmm. then there's a regression to sort of what they normally watch anyway. Yeah. And by normally, yeah. I don't mean it's vanilla. For some people, they like a very specific mm-hmm. thing and they watch this. Mm-hmm. And my point was towards you will watch. A ton of other stuff mm-hmm. but then you will eventually regress to what you kind of normally watch anyway yeah i think you've got what you like and maybe yeah. maybe new exactly. things will come into it but yeah um, but it's not this sort of narrative and this is sort of just pushed a lot and that's why i thought of that just now of sort of this is this constant escalation of yeah it uh, just becomes more and more extreme in terms of like for instance role play obedience becomes more and more violent and it's just not the case it's not the case yeah. either you're into that stuff and that's fine but it's not the by exposure to porn you develop you're naturally going to go oh, into that's this, not this the case anyway. space. That's no. that same argument that you have with uh, violent video games where people sort of argue that... Um, desensitization. De- desensitization, exactly. Yeah. So, and you, whatever you see, the more extreme porn you see, the more you then live that out in your life and you become oh, more... That's, that's complete nonsense because people do realize that it is fiction. Yes. Um, and, and, and that's, again, that's sort of what most of the data in this, in this research um, bears out as mm-hmm. well where it's mm-hmm. like people very clearly realize that uh, the average penis side is not 12 inch. Of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so they, they realize very quickly and very op- uh, openly, obviously, that it is a fantasy and then what, what they're watching there is just uh, vicarious role-playing, essentially, in case Absolutely. of, for instance, BDSM stuff or something or like that. Or just fantasy. It's fantasy. Yeah. It's like watching it, it, Game exactly. of Thrones. Exactly. You know? Even with um, um, just vanilla heterosex, that's fantasy. Because mm-hmm. never no one... Also, the positions themselves, like, no one has sex in these real positions or if not for that long you know like that's rough that's you <laughs> no, know, no, t- tough but, to hold that position or... yeah yeah it's a it's like athletically it's tough to hold them but also i mean the way they have sex for the camera you're not doing that in your private life yeah so. no 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 exactly. one ha- no one really does these positions anyway no not not a lot of them not a- although you know because they're not optimized for pleasure really they're optimized for just like optics. it's like modeling exactly for mm-hmm. optics they're uh, optimized for looking good on camera yeah 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 yeah, you're making me want to watch some porn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, just for the, just for the, because there's, you know, I the aesthetics. Up. I'm just, just watching it for the aesthetics. Genuinely, yeah. There's some good. Uh, there, there's some like because uh, you said ethical porn earlier. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's some uh, really well shot porn. There's some stuff that's just really that gets awards. You know, yeah, like that's, exactly. And the, the lighting is good, and yeah. The, and well, you know, the script's never really very good, but um, I mean, uh, personally, I'm more sort of a, a um, Gonzo guy myself. Anyways, like I'm Gonzo. Not, Gonzo is a porn term. Is it? <laughs> it is. I thought it was a journalistic term. No, it comes from the same place. Yeah, yeah. Uh, whereas in uh, there, there is no real script. It's just yeah. whatever happens, happens. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they have this one. Um, is that company. amateur? Like a, or is that not Gonzo, necessarily? There's Gonzo porn. It's more a style, basically. Okay. Um, but most amateur porn is Gonzo style. Because because again, no production value, meaning nobody writes scripts. Yeah, right? it's just like fucking so, get at it. Exactly. Maybe do these positions. Um, but they do it with uh, high quality productions as well. And there is like um, 
more feminine porn as well as mm-hmm. um, Fe- more female, feminine? not necessarily feminist, okay. I would say, but like female. I don't know what you call that, but just a female-driven driven. porn mm-hmm. because they're they're the female producers, female directors, and so on and so forth. Um, mm-hmm. One of them, what are they called? Balesa or something like that. I think they're called Balesa. I don't know. Balesa, anyway, the, okay. the, the point being, like, they um, shoot a lot of porn that's um, a lot more... So it's, it's a very vanilla in general, mm-hmm. but it's a lot more sort of, like, just put these guys together and let them do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, like, put natural. them in a cage and let just let them fuck them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a bit like the stuff that I saw from Asties. Um So Asties is the ethical porn company. Oh, that's company. The, the, the German one, right? Yeah. With the, the idea is Asties students in their first mm-hmm. semester. Is that what it is? Actually, yeah, but then they moved. Um, Sounds the very ethical. <laughs> Get these young girls in here. Honestly, <laughs> I kind of jumped over that. Pact. And I, cause I they, mean, they might still be ethical. I don't know. Because they then just moved it to an ethical based thing oh, where it's more like, um, yeah, the Asties thing of like their first year of, of uni. Ugh. What but, does ethical porn mean actually in, in terms of the, the way you describe it? Um, it means that the people who are, um, so there'll be like someone that's uh, filming it, but the people who are doing like who have all the control over what happens are the actors themselves. Ah, I see. Okay. Yeah. And so they're like, Hey, we want to do this scene. They get someone to film it, but they are doing, making all the calls. And right. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. So then it's, yeah, it's, and then also what happens on their site is that they then have, um, like little interviews with the actors and they're not so much playing, like they might be playing a, a, a role, mm-hmm. but they're often just themselves. Okay. And so that way the people who watch the porn can also get to know the actor. But do you think that's a function of, um, the, the production being this ethical or is it more a function of most of these performers now being essentially their own brand so they, they're content creators and so naturally they want to be closer to their on stage persona as it mm-hmm. would be for us comedians essentially mm-hmm. but for their on camera persona mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that they basically want to keep that brand image consistent yeah uh, yeah I'd say so I, I think Honestly, I don't see how an ethical porn company like that, like the the business um, concept is, unless you're operating, unless your business um, objective is to be a platform to introduce uh, customers to an OnlyFans page. So Mm. as if you're, because the thing is, all of these actors should just be doing their OnlyFans. I think. Why go through this intermediary? I think they're doing that. I I think they're using, I think there's a big struggle sort of between these production companies and uh, all of these, uh, um, because I think the higher up, I guess you call them stars, um, Mm -hmm. they're all mainly doing OnlyFans, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. also, if you think about it, it makes sense. Why would you um, accept a much, much lower paycheck, no rights over the material mm-hmm. itself, mm-hmm. Uh, unless you have a special deal, which I yeah. imagine some of them could get, um, versus just shooting Direct. it on your own yeah. directly and distributing it directly to your to your yeah. fan base. I mean, it makes totally. no sense. Totally. So that's why I'm like, maybe if they want it to be, you know, that, I think that they're just using it for landing, exposure, landing yeah, platform. Exactly. Um, like as in where you start and then it's, you know, but like, how does then that company make money? <laughs> yeah. I, th- I think that's probably their problem. Although yeah, maybe exactly. that's why a lot of them specialize in Asties, meaning they specialize in finding, uh, people who are not famous yet. Unfranchised. Then, <laughs> unfranchised. Exactly. Dis- uh, not free agents. But yeah, free, free, yeah, exactly. Cause we don't have to they pay them specialize that in free agents. And then, yeah. um, once they're big enough, they then, they probably have their OnlyFans already, but they just don't have the the 
customer base yet. Yeah, yeah. And so they um, need that platform to get exactly. the customer base. Yeah. So I think they just sort of have a rotating mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Yeah. conveyor belt of pussy. <laughs> I love through. it. I love it. Although I'm, um, yeah, I think that must be how they're operating. But that I don't think was their original idea. Their original oh no, no, no. They, they probably started yeah. very differently. Yeah. Um, but that's just the way sort of the, the this business runs. Mm-hmm. They just had to adapt to it. Mm-hmm. Have you ever thought of? Um, have you? Do you reckon you've got any videos up out there, or do you think? No, I'm. I'm pretty sure there's no videos. No, okay. Nice. I, I don't know, of course, because you never. You can never discount the fact that somebody sort of videotaped you secretly. You don't mm. know, but I doubt it in my case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I yeah, I never took any videos, so I never gave permission <laughs> to shoot anything. So I don't think so. Do you think? Uh, did you ever have a moment in your life where you were like, I'd do porn? No. No, okay. no, I'm um, very much aware of my capabilities. <laughs> Bo- okay, <laughs> no, because just the thought of um, that you have to have sex with someone that you either don't really know, or maybe once you've gotten to know them before seeing you, you don't, don't really like, like yeah. and then having to have sex with them for an extended period of time. Oof. And then I think the biggest hurdle is probably the whole idea of like, uh, coming on time like meaning like you come now mm, I'm not sure if you have to come I don't think it works I, I think you come when you like you can't come early <laughs> but like but like like in that well, regard you shouldn't anyway <laughs> yeah exactly but like in terms of needing to come at a specific point mm, I don't know I don't th- like as in usually by the point that they're coming they've done so many things that like they need to come um I don't know. I mean, I hadn't thought about it too much anyway, but um, I, yeah, just never really been... Uh, I, I think it's one of those things where it's uh, specifically maybe in your early 20s on your late teens, it's sort of a, a fantasy, specifically when you're sort of full of ego. Mm-hmm. You might think like, oh, you know, I could go for that. That'd be cool. But I mean, I you never seriously consider it unless mm. you actually go in that direction. Mm-mm-mm. I looked into it a bit, but then yeah. Yeah, I watched enough documentaries about the industry and I was just like, whoa, nah, nah, nah. Yeah. Nah, 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 nah. But um, did you watch the film Pleasure? Pleasure? It came Who's out this with? year. It's, um, I don't know. Um, it was. It's about a Swedish uh, woman. But it's a film, not a documentary. Yeah. yeah okay. No, I don't think I've watched okay. it. Okay. It's about yeah, a Swedish woman who uh, moves to the States, um, to LA, to. Oh yeah, yes. I've career. heard about it. I haven't watched it. Okay, okay it's worth yes. watching. I really, yeah. I really enjoyed it, and it was very yeah. I feel like it was. Um, and did you make it? No spoilers. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, I'm not gonna say anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's um, it's it's an, it's interesting. It's interesting. But yeah, I was talking to someone at a at a party yesterday, at a baby shower yesterday uh, about sex parties in Berlin. Of course, at the baby. What shower. else? What else would you be talking about? Exactly. <laughs> and um, this is how you got into this mess. So. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> A bit, and um, <laughs> we're still looking for the father. Yeah, well, yeah, it's gonna be interesting. I, um, but yeah, uh, have you ever been to a sex party? Have I ever been to a sex party? Yeah. Yes. Have you had sex at a sex party? Have I had sex? At- yes. Sort of. No, not really. Well. Okay. What What did you do at the sex party? <laughs> no, I, I'm trying to think. Yes, I I participated in sexual activity, but I don't think it penetrated anyone. Okay. So what you were? Just what what ate happened? Someone out. You ate someone out. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Was it at like a like a nightclub sex party or like an official sex party sex party? Uh, it was an official sex party sex party. Okay, so like an orgy. Basically. Organized orgy. Yeah. Nice. What? Well, like, how did that happen? I got invited and you I went. <laughs> this is pretty you didn't simple. Have to, did you have to pay? 
And I did not have to pay, no. Hmm. A free orgy. Yeah. I mean, it was like, uh, um, it was one of those deals like uh, if uh, I, I tagged along. Buy one, along, get one free. Essentially, yes. <laughs> I tagged along. I was sort of the, the plus one of ah, someone. So okay, okay, okay. Was, was this in Berlin? Mm. This was not in Berlin. No, no. This okay. was in London. In London. Ah, it's funny because the person I was speaking to yesterday, the one, the first time they've had sex at a sex party, and they have like quite an interesting life story and pretty sexually open. Um, they only had sex for the first time at a sex party like a little while ago, and it was in mm. London. Yeah, at a sex party. That's a London. Oh, it is a while ago, but the, yes, yeah. the home of sex parties. The home of sex parties. It's a very pro- promiscuous city. Yeah. I've never. Okay, maybe when I. Oh, my mum would be so annoyed. Like she's <laughs> why is she based in London? She, like, yeah. and I'm never invited. Well, no, 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 that's hilarious. No, because like the last time I went, mum's in the high risk category for COVID, and so the last time I went, <laughs> yeah, then you don't get invited. That's the problem. <laughs> but like last time I went over, uh, it was before like things had started opening up completely in London. But I still, for mum's, that was my fear, recollection as well. Go I, on. I, I, I <laughs> nice. But to protect mum, I uh, we didn't I didn't go out separately from her for the entire week. I spent seven days after not seeing my mum for almost two years. Seven days just with my mum and stepdad, and it was actually wonderful. But like that's the level of precaution we took. So mm-hmm. it'd be hilarious if the next time I go over, I go to a sex party as well as doing comedy, and that would be like, hi mum. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> I'm just like just like radiating bacteria, and like you can see the things bouncing off me. Just, <laughs> but maybe I should look into a sex party in London. It would sure. be quite free. Like doing it in Berlin is nice, but it's almost it's like, more liberating doing it in the city where you don't live. Yeah, I mean, I did live, you did in, live there, at, there the time. at the time. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Um, I've never traveled to sex parties, so I don't know what yeah, it's like. Yeah, I want to do that maybe. Yeah, maybe try it. Maybe I'm going to travel to London for a sex party. That could be good. Yeah, I still haven't been... Like, I've been to fetish parties here. Of course, I've been to gay clubs where people are fucking. I did recently use a dark room and a playroom for the first time at a gay club mm. to suck some dick. <clears throat> uh, nice. Um, <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> so it was vaginally and additionally <laughs> with that voice? <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. Now, that, now that it was getting near my butthole. Um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh man, that dark room was filthy. I was like, uh, where was it? I was, I, he was, he was fingering me whilst I was sucking. No, no, off. I meant not on you. Like, no, no, I know, I know. But like, but I meant like, I, I did have my pants down, and I was a bit worried. I was like, this place is so filthy. I don't want to like. You like, don't want your pants basically to touch the ground. That's the, that's the issue. Or there. the the coverings of the things, and it was so hot and so. Oh yeah, everything. That's the every thing that always slimy. happens. Well, I don't know if that wasn't. I haven't been to that many. That's not true. Mm. I, I shouldn't be saying that, but that's what I remember as well. It was just so fucking hot. <laughs> it was, yeah, this was insane. And I've been to a dark room once as well, and uh, I did not uh, engage in anything. But it, same thing. It was so fucking hot. I was just sweating like a motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this like I've. Been, I've seen dark rooms and da da da, but this was the first time where it was like, like a full room, like a big room that was like, like there was just a doorway and that was the only kind of bit of light coming in. And then it was quite a big room that was completely dark with mm. like um, uh, benches around the side. And first we went in there and it was like, whoa, this is intense and just all the noises. And you can, you can literally not see anything. Like yeah. you can vaguely see shadow outlines of people. And then later it was like, yeah, now let's go in there and let's like do something in there. And, <laughs> 
And then it was just like, uh, let's not be the creeps that just stand around and watch these people. We can't even really watch, right? But yeah, and it was like, all right, let's do it's it. Th- wouldn't it still feel uh, a bit weird and creepy? Because in the hindsight, I, I think I might have felt a bit weird about like, sort of like, um, not that I shame voyeurists or anything, but I did feel a bit like, this is a bit strange that you're just standing here and it's just not doing anything. <laughs> sure, 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 sure. Well, we sort of, yeah, like when you're just watching, but like watching for a little, I'm not a big fan of the voyeurs, like voyeurs, um, when I'm doing this stuff, but in a dark room, you can't really see anything That's and whatever true. you're doing, you're so involved in it that you're not even aware of yeah. the voyeurs, you know? Fair enough. So, yeah, but it was, yeah, it was so filthy feeling that I was like, let's get out of here because I'm worried I'm going to, like, like some semen is going to jump into my vagina somehow. <laughs> uh, just from the amount of dicks that are getting sucked or going into assholes right now. Like, like the smell and the, and it was fine, but it was just like, I'm just so worried that I'm going to get some secondhand cum on me and oh it's going to, uh, yeah um, and I was like ah no 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 let's let's get out of here and yeah but um, that was very fun but why did I bring this up I brought it up because I don't know. I've never actually had yeah so I've never actually had uh, so I have actually now had I guess you'd call that sex at a, at a sex party okay. a, a sex club per se but of course like there's been orgies but in Berlin like I'd never done anything because of the voyeurs and yeah. because just anybody like like House of Red Doors at, at Vilda Renata for example mm. it's just like or even Kit Kat it's just there are so many people that are just standing there alone yeah. masturbating watching you and you're just like this yeah. is gross like that that's guy something is I found disgusting. about Kit Kat that, that I didn't quite like the vibe when I was there nah it's gross like filthy people watching you and you're like you know like uh, my friend who was at the sex party in London you know, she said that, yeah, she was squirting everywhere and da, 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 da. And then she sort of came to and all these people were watching her. And I'm like, and then did you pass a hat around for tips? Like, <laughs> <laughs> donations, you should have, I was just going to say, you should have given us some tips on how, like, good ass, good, uh, good donation ass. Uh, be specific. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Donations, yeah. <laughs> pass the hat around after that. Like, that's the thing. It's like all these voyeurs are just getting this shit for free. And it's like, I, I don't want to watch you unfair. fuck. Yeah. I don't want to watch you fuck. So why should you get to watch me fuck? And that's yeah. that's my whole mentality with a lot of these sex clubs here. It's just like, yeah. there's too many... People the that ratio, are, that's the problem. The ratio yes, yeah. is, is off. Yeah, exactly. There are hot people there doing stuff. And then there's these people that are just kind of creepily watching. And I'm yeah. not into that. That that, that, that. that turns me off. Yeah. You know, that, that, there's no part of me that's like, oh, I'm being watched. I'm being watched by gross people. <laughs> <laughs> With all the judgment intended. You, know? <laughs> you don't deserve this. <laughs> I- yeah. That's fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> it's like if I was doing porn, at least I'd be getting paid for it. But you guys are doing it for free. It's Good like, point. Good point. It's yeah. like sex work for free. Yes. No. I mean, yes. That's what it is. That's No, no, it is. is. But, I mean, you're the difference there, obviously, you're doing it mainly for your own enjoyment rather than for the payment. Yeah. And but you get to you get to essentially do what you want while an actual sex worker, like, they do it, whatever the director is telling them. Unless yes, you you're doing an ethical dynamic or it's your only fans, you know, like... Yeah, but even then, there's probably... I'm, I'm assuming there's some market pressures that you end up doing stuff. Uh, it's like everything else. Once it's your job, you know what I mean? Yeah, you're, you're, you're <laughs> trying to appeal to your, an audience. and so Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. even in your OnlyFans, you start doing things that might not be the most pleasurable for you, but you know works best for the audience. So you're optimizing that. That said, the... I would say that there are OnlyFans people and people like... like um, yeah, 
porn like uh, sex porn workers who are doing exactly what they want and they're building a market or they're finding their niche you mean yeah yeah yeah. and they're doing probably but again i get back to the whole thing of like again once it's your job yeah (laughs) yeah i'm assuming that there must be you're gonna be be looking at the looking at the videos like the the how many viewers oh what are they watching so it peaks here that's when i was doing that oh fuck i'm gonna have to do that more okay (laughs) (laughs) i was i was blinking suck my own dick yeah I was incessantly blinking while I was doing this blowjob. So yeah. this is, I'm now the blinker. I'm the blinking girl now. <laughs> Blinky blinders. Blinky blinders. Yeah, blinky blinkers. Oh, shit. All right, let's wrap this up, actually. Sure. Do you have anything you wanted to bring up that we haven't touched that you had in mind? If not, totally cool. Mm. Not really. No, no. No. Cool, 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 cool. All right, plug some stuff. Plug, plug yourself. Uh, <laughs> plug myself. That sounds like a sex act. Exactly. Um, no. Uh, yeah, people can just find me online, comedian Chris D. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the usual Instagram, mm-hmm. Facebook, and whatnot, uh, YouTube, and so on. Um, I do produce a couple shows here in Berlin that people can come to under the banners of Propaganda Comedy. That is uh, basically Wednesdays to Saturdays, and then Sunday. Mondays and Tuesdays we do laughing spree comedy on the boat. Yeah, just a couple of shows. Just huh? a couple just of shows. Just a couple yeah. of shows, yeah. <laughs> so propaganda comedy, check that out, laughing spree. And uh yeah, comedian Christy. Cool. It has been a pleasure having you, Chris. Yes, pleasure as always. It's been wonderful. To you. Yeah. Awesome. All right, that has been Adults Only Comedy Berlin. Uh goodbye.